You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, down in Texas, Graham Trainer. I don't think anybody can hear that. Yeah. Well, he tried some entrance music. It sounded like it was Van Halen. but uh, And then down in Athens, Georgia, where the dogs are rolling, we have Daniel Stelling. That is our panel. That is our, this is our panel, our round table for this evening. We record on Thursday nights. Uh, give me a score update, trainer. What do we got back there? I think you'd prefer to me to just stay quiet. Just give me the point. score, trainer. Rip the Band-Aid off. I need to know. 35-17. 35-17. It is good to know that trainer is, this is his flu game. He's got the cocoa or the flu or maybe mm, the... Monkey. Monkey pods yeah, or monkey something. COVID. Yeah, monkey COVID. Whatever's new and trendy these days, you, you can rest assured that trainer has it. We have a packed show. We have the huddle. We have college football pick em. We have three up, three down. I'm excited. I hope you are excited. Trainer, did you have anything? Yes, did you want to cover the news? Stelling, did you want to cover the news at all? Did you have anything before we jump right into the show? I think we're going to cover it once we get in. All What's right. going on? Like in inflation? What do you want to talk about? I, I don't know. I'm just fired yeah. up. My Saints are losing. Well, it's good yep. news. You Virginia is currently yep. currently playing. Bringing up, yes. Bringing up my ailments. Yep. You're, um, you're, 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 you're very defensive. You're like me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, I'm on edge. Is this how you feel all the time? Uh, mm-hmm. Virginia is yep. up seven points with nine minutes left in the fourth. There we go. That is good Silver news. Lining. That is good news. All right. Let's 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 start off with the huddle like we usually do. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on, the quote slash question of the week, and your goat of the week. Trainer, lead us off. What is your good news of the week? Well, speaking of trying to find silver linings in this – in this um, hellscape of, you know, Cowboys losing, Saints losing, uh, UVA scoring 13 points at halftime, being two and four. College basketball men's poll mm-hmm. came out, Massey. I saw this. It's good to see us ranked in something, number 18, something that matters. Mm-hmm. This isn't lacrosse. This isn't tennis. Mm-mm. It's not soccer. It's not swimming. Uh, the real the real Tony is back because Tony Elliott sucks. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of bad things about that hire, and I'm not not too thrilled. No wonder um, Poindexter turned us down for Penn State. Although Penn State had a bad weekend. They did. Um, less than three weeks until we kick it off against North Carolina Central Eagles. And now you're talking UVA hoops. You're talking UVA hoops. You said we yeah, sorry, UVA. UVA did hoops not, is ranked number 18. I'm so sick. I'm on so many pills. And That's yeah, all right. I'm, I'm here for you. Yeah, a little loopy. Um, and we're uh, before the end of the year, speaking of Christmas, we, we're going to host Baylor. We're going to play at Michigan in the uh, ACC Big Ten Challenge. We're going to host JMU, beat up on them after they got ranked in the AP poll, which made me disgusted. And that, now they already, they're already one and done, which is great, because that really hurt my feelings to see JMU in the poll and UVA is. I think we're at JMU's, we, we're developing a rivalry here after we lost to them yeah. last year at their place. Yeah, and then we're hosting Houston. So we're hosting actually the 2000, was that the 2021 National Championship, Baylor and Houston? We're hosting yeah. both teams Damn. at home. And that, that's exciting. Charlottesville is a buzz. Football is over. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, UNC being ranked number one, I think I'd rather gouge out my eyes. Mm. Um, I didn't look that high. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but us having good regular season opponents instead of all the other ones that we tend to lose to, I think I'd like all the FCS teams that we tend to lose to. I just said FCS. That's not the correct. That's not the correct terminology. BCS. 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 Oh, I'm talking like D2 schools that UVA ends up losing to. It's nice to be able to lose to people that are like Baylor and Houston. So I'm I'm with you, Trainer. Good good job looking ahead. Although I will tell you this, I'm going to be in Charlottesville for that Duke game. I'm going to hate. I'm going to hate Duke in person. I haven't done it in a while. All right, Stelling, give me your good news of the week. So it's not um, you know good sports news per se, but it's good for me. Braves lost. Okay. They're out. All they right. are out. Nice twist. UGA, UGA is off this weekend, mm. so I can finally take a weekend off. Yeah. <laughs> Get, uh, catch up on some sleep. Yeah. It's been a while, man. I had a um, – I won't go get too deep in my doctor's appointments, but uh, had, a, had a little physical a couple months ago. Mm. Uh, got Ooh. some blood work done. Turning cough. Cholesterol's a little, little bit high. Nothing nothing too, too, too you know, uh, worrisome, but uh, I said, Doc, let me stop you here. I got that blood done Wednesday <laughs> after Labor Day weekend. Um, how much is a big weekend? You know, how much can that impact your blood test? Like five days later, you're like, oh, it can have a pretty big, big impact. I was like, all right. So last weekend when I got my blood test done, that was right after Labor Day weekend when Georgia played Oregon. Mm. I gained eight pounds that weekend. How do you know? <laughs> could that have could that have thrown off my blood work? And he was like, uh, yeah, I could do it. Cholesterol. All right, cholesterol. So. <laughs> Good news is I can take a weekend off. If the Braves were still in the playoffs, no way. I that luxury. Yeah. I I like the fact that we're getting to the point where we're like, "How's your cholesterol?" And you're like, "Well, Doc, I haven't stopped acting like I was 25 years old in the last 10 years. So, go ahead and give it to me straight." Yeah, I'm actually I'm closer to y'all to, to the prostate exam, but uh, Stelling, you do have two Atlanta Hawks home games this weekend, so don't don't rest don't rest too much. Okay. Sports, sports never end. World Cup's coming. Speaking of the NBA, <laughs> let me give you my good news of the week. Zion Williamson is back. Oh, boy. Did you see him play? Neither did I. I just watched a couple of highlights, but the highlights were pretty awesome because no one watches the NBA until Christmas. Let's be serious here. But Zion had 25 points. The Pelicans beat the Nets. Ever heard of them? 130 oh, nice. to 108 on the road brandon ingram followed up with 28 points cj mccollum with 21 points our boy trainer trey murphy 23 minutes 16 points four from six from three now that's an efficient time love it it is exciting to think that the pelicans have a snowball chances in hell it's exciting to think that zion williamson will play an entire year year healthy so i'm going to take this moment and cherish it until Zion blows out one of Phil Knight's shoes and mm. we start this process all over again. That's fair. How did Ben Simmons play? Oh, probably. Who cares? Or Phil dude? Simmons. You call him Phil Simmons. I call him Phil Simmons. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Is Joey Buckets back? Not to make this about the Nets, just just asking questions. About the about I told you, I, I literally just watched the highlights, but I can I can update you in a second. Ben Simmons probably didn't do that well because he's not a very good basketball player. Um, I did read a report where Ben Simmons was saying, yeah, you know, after back surgery, I'm just kind of getting back into it. So who knows? Who knows? I was so stoked on the Pelicans. That's all I focused yeah. on. And we, no, I I'm, do I'm, need to know about Joey Buckets. 
I'm glad they came out hot. That's exciting. I mean, they are kind of the darlings this year. And I just want to make sure that, you know, we don't, we don't get a little, you don't get too over our skis, as they say. All right, trainer, give me your critical. No- oh, my other good news is it's very nice to know that uh, Bryce Young is tough as hell. Just saying. No, snuck that in. <laughs> yeah, just snuck that in right at the end there because he was getting smoked by Tennessee <laughs> last week and he kept getting up. Thank God for tour it all. All right, trainer, give me your critical number of the week. That was actually a very good segue. Um, 2001. All right. Uh, last time, no, that was 2006. Mm. Nope. Last time Tennessee beat Alabama was 2006, right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, this is the same year that Fast and the Furious, the very first Fast and Furious came out. They're now up to Fast 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fellowship of the Ring and Shallow How. It's also the last year the Tennessee Volunteers of Knoxville finished in the top 10 at the end of the season in the AP poll. Oh, look at that. Look wow. at that. Really? Oh, yeah. We're big AP poll wow. people. So, um, yeah, they manhandled Saban at home. Uh, Will was it Will Riker? Man, well, manhandle, he's on, manhandle. He's on, he's on milk cartons in Tuscaloosa. Is he? Is he dead? Will Anderson? No, Rikers. What's his name? Oh, uh, Will Riker. Ex kicker. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about we don't talk about Will Riker <laughs> anymore. Everybody in the Paul Feinbaum show was talking about Will, Will Riker in the last couple of days. Oh, my bad. I don't want to be associated with Feinbaum. So Ben Simmons um, had four points. By the way, is 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 Hinden Hooker this year's Joe Burrow? He might. No. He's being absolutely no. electric. Absolutely electric. I mean, they went down to LSU and handled LSU just and then they came back after a bye week and he was electric. Then again, they schemed him open. They schemed open uh Stelling. What was that guy's name? Wyatt Hyatt. I blacked it out. Wyatt. Wyatt, they and he's schemed, not even the number one receiver. Well, they schemed him open against Alabama. One. Yeah, they schemed him open against Alabama safeties and he was cooking him he had five catches no excuse me six catches five touchdowns 207 yards or whatever it was something ridiculous so you got to give the credit to to the scheming that tennessee was able to do against alabama yeah actually last week massey pooped all over tennessee's secondary it looked like it was alabama's secondary that was the issue in this game i hate pete golding i'll bring that up right now pete golding alabama's defensive coordinator I have not liked him from the beginning. I thought he looked like an oversized frat boy since the moment he stepped on campus. He's 35 years old. I'm pretty sure he's having an extramarital affair with a cheerleader. Um, I just made that up. That's a Brian Harson storyline. Nice. I, nice, I just made that up. I'm selling it all. Selling it all. Besides Bill O'Brien, he called a hell of a game because, I mean, Bryce Young could not be stopped. But that defense looks so soft. So soft. No, actually, my, my almost good news was the state of the quarterback in college football. It's pretty exciting. Hooker, Bryce Young, Caleb Williams, C.J. Stroud, Quinn Ewers, J.J., J., Justin Jefferson McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And, oh, so, sorry, 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 Stetson, of course. That was a pity. <laughs> that was a pity pick. Stetson and the Jets. And, the and some others. Come on. All right, Stelling, I cut you off a couple of times there getting hot in my face. What did you need to say? <laughs> no. Not you know again we're gonna we're gonna touch on it all but uh, yeah what a game by by Tennessee um, you know uh, Bama just this, I think the storyline that, that people you know, if you listen to Feinbaum you'll hear about it all the time seventeen penalties uh, muff Ew. punts turnovers um, you know Saban just he, he's he's 
is he's not done. I'm not I'm not going to go crazy and say he's mm. done, but he's gotten Sounds away done. from his bread and butter, right? He he his O line is not great, his D line is not great, mm-hmm. his DBs are not great. He got he got too enamored with the quarterback receiver combo, which don't get me wrong, won him a couple of national championships. He's had success. But I think he went. I think the pendulum swung too far to one side. And came back to the middle. All right. I, I, don't, I take. I, don't, I. Luckily, hey, Stelling. I luckily <laughs> I, I own the Zoom room tonight. I can do the muting. Massey can't, so we're good. Well, I I can I will I will agree with that because the penalties. I hate when people lose a football game and start blaming the refs. That is my one of my pet peeves. Unless unless you're a Saints fan. (laughs) The duality of man. The duality of man, okay? Okay? Because in the Saints games, Goodell Goodell has it out for the Saints, and everybody knows it. But when it comes to Nick Saban, you're right. They should be better coached. They should not be be making stupid penalties. Right now, I, I would say the wide receivers aren't even that good for Alabama. They're not getting open. Bryce Young is is still making plays, and we just – Gibbs is our hey. is Alabama's biggest weapon, and it's just one of those things where they're they can be stopped. And and Alabama's defense, you're right, their defensive line is not as mean. Their defense is not as mean. And I brought this up last week. They just don't have that attitude, like that 2016 team that said no one an absolute. I mean, the 2016 team had 11 touchdowns or something like that. They scored pretty smart. No, that was I didn't say it. Was, I didn't say it. No, no. Now I'm really mad. <laughs> now I am. God. All right, moving on. Way up. What? Way up, drill. Where are we? Yep. Where are we? I think Cr- it's your, your critical number. Your critical number. Critical, critical yeah. number, Stelling. What's your critical number? From hot to hot here. Hundred and fifty thousand. That's how much Tennessee owes for storming the field and tearing down the goalpost. Close. Okay, I thought we were going there. That's how much the University of Tennessee has asked its fans to donate to purchase new goalposts before this weekend. They claim to be one of the powerhouses in football with the deepest pockets. Yet after, let's be honest, that was probably the second biggest win in program history behind the national championship. Yeah, and then they turn around and ask their fans to cut them checks to pay for new goalposts. Is They're doing a, a GoFundMe. Is this a prank? They did it. They did a Go. I mean, of course they blew past it. They they they've raised more than they needed. I mean, what fan wouldn't donate ten bucks, hundred thousand people in the stands? Do the math. Don't take very one point five million. We're right. still full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, hey guys, thanks for spending all that money on tickets and booze. Uh, y'all mind shelling over ten more bucks? What is that? One one quarter of the Manning cast for Peyton Manning's salary to pay? I mean, like, come on. Did you see where uh, people were selling the bits and pieces of the field on eBay for like ten bucks a piece? Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Man, Tennessee can really squeeze a dime out of a win there. I'm I'm not sure if we haven't been fooled by the internet. Tennessee. And Massey, was it you last week talking about the, the turf within Neyland Stadium with being so steep that it doesn't get sun, it doesn't grow very strong? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. yeah. Big botanist. Botanist guy. That's that's why they're yeah. able to rip it up so easy, I guess. Well, well, I'll also say, uh, you remember Nick Chubb's freshman, you probably don't remember this, but when he was having a really good freshman year, he blew, blew out his knee 
uh, every MCL, ACL, PCL, everything. Georgia's had more ACLs tear on that field than, uh, you know, all other combined. So, so I heard you say that and I was like, he's not wrong. I'm, I'm telling you, there's it's something. It's not a good field. It's the, not a good field. My critical number is seven and a half. Ooh. Um, oh, man. Was that the point spread Alabama was supposed to win against Tennessee? I think it was 10. Hmm. Um, the NFL is averaging seven and a half fewer points over the last two seasons. So I pose the question to you, have the defense adjusted or is this a skewed stat because the bottom of the NFL is so bad that they just don't score that many points? Have they figured out the QBs or the QB play bad is what I'm trying to ask you. I'll lead with you trainer. Why do you think the NFL is scoring less points these days? That's a good question. I mean, the, the Arizona Cardinals scored 35 so far tonight against the Saints. That has that has to do with two pick sixes that Andy Dalton did on back-to-back possessions. <laughs> nothing, nothing about would, the defense. Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe um, that's a good question. I'll let Stelling go first. I'll kick it to you. I do think, um, and uh, part of it is quarterback play. Um, you know, some of our GOATs, per se – are getting old and they're not having good years. Yeah. That's it has Tom been Brady. garbage. That's Aaron Rodgers. You know, he lost his go-to wide receiver. He looks, I'm not saying he looks like garbage, but their offense looks like garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Brady. Well, okay. Aaron Bro- he, he's, Aaron he's going to like weddings garbage. on Saturdays before a game. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 Matt Ryan just recently had a good game, but he was kind of in the stinker for a little while. Russell Carson, Wilson. He got, Russell he got short. He got Wilson. shorter with the altitude. Russell like I, what happened? To him? Wilson. You can't see anymore. He's smaller than Kyler now. Kyler looks like trash, except for tonight against the Saints defense. Dak's been hurt. Oh, that's what it is. Dak's been oh. hurt. Points are down because Dak has been out. There we go. That's my theory. That's Thank right. You. I think we figured it out. My, I thought. <laughs> I think it's this. I think we had a couple of good years of quarterbacks that blew our mind. Like we have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, a couple with Andy Reid that there's schematically they were like oh my gosh we don't know how to do this defensive coordinators were working overtime and over the course of a couple of seasons they caught back up and said oh okay we can now defend this style of offense better and now it's going to be another couple of years where we're going to get some guys in that say all right well we'll adjust the this defense I think it's just the chess game that is the NFL over the course if you look at it over an, uh, a macro level, like at a ten-year ten-year window, which I did not research for this, mm-hmm. but my man Todd, 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 wake up! It's God, not Halloween he is yet. The worst. Don't pass out. He is literally no. acting. He's got on one of those face masks that acts like he's awake, but I, I know he's asleep under that mask. Anyway, um, I'm just wondering if you look at it over a ten-year period, if it does this, if it's like more points, what? Two or three years, less points. Two or three years, more points. Two or three years, because we remember all those great defensive teams. Like, what was it the the Ravens that allowed seven points a game or whatever, and some of the Steelers games. Those those defenses, and then all of a sudden you had, I mean, not to credit the Wildcat, but you had a couple of years of great scoring there, and now and now we're getting kind of to balance between the Josh Allen's, the Patrick Mahomes, the spread them out, Kyler Murray's, those type of mobile quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, who's also very mobile. They're starting to defend those a little bit, and I think that is where the seven and a half points come from. I digress. Yeah, Stel- no, no, I think, I think Stelling had a good point. Old, old 
quarterbacks who, who are gray beard like Andy Dalton. They're dying out. They're going quickly. Uh, teams have, inve- have invested more in their front sevens, defensive lines, and secondaries in the draft. And I feel like there's, yeah, I feel like that's kind of like a, a difference in, in what's happened. And there's a lot of there's a lot of quarterbacks who were drafted too high, Carson Wentz and like some others, Jared Goff, who didn't actually end up, you know, panning out. At Baker Mayfield, and it's just like these Sam Darnold. They're all on different teams now, and they've all been terrible. And there's not as many like with the older guys, Brady and Aaron Rodgers struggling, and the guys who are bust. There's like a small window in the middle. So love it. Let's let's keep moving here. All Those right. were fake coughs. I'm not that sick. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> give me your stuck on this week, trainer. Uh, well, Cooper Rush, he finally turned into a pumpkin, as we all expected. Yeah. On the road against Philly. But he but it was a good was a good ride. He's got a, you know, he's got a he's got a nice wife. It's Dak time. The defense looks good. I'm worried about Sean Payton taking over the Broncos job midseason. Fat Mike needs a talk from Jerry, like um Robert Kraft got. You guys, is that your quote of the week, <laughs> by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Don't F with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just I'm at a, I'm at a crossroads. I'm like, Dak's coming back. Should I be excited because the defense is so good? Cause Dak, if Dak plays decent with this defense, we can be good. And, you know, expectations, hope as red once said in Shawshank, hope is a, it's a scary thing. What did you say? Dangerous thing. Dangerous thing. So yeah, um, that's my stock. Dak coming back has to be good. I mean, the fact that Cooper Rush gave you four wins, five wins. Yeah, four wins. Four yeah, wins this I, I was asking Teddy Bridgewater back when Drew Brees got hurt to go 500, and you got some no name from Central Michigan or Michigan Tech or something mm-hmm. to got, give you, you right five. First. Yeah, first time. So yep. you sound jealous. You have the wrong ginger. You have Andy Dalton. You want all right, five. all right, yeah. all right. Enough <laughs> of this. All right, Stelling, give me your stuck on of the week. All right. <clears throat> so circling back to Alabama, Tennessee, um, All right. my stuck Perfect. on, and, and this is not uh, a, an anti Saban take. No, it may no, sound no. like it. All right. No. Is this, is this but, like saying no offense right before you say something that's going to be offensive? <laughs> no offense, <laughs> but you're hey. ugly and you're fat and your breath hey. stinks, but no offense. Listen, untaken, untaken. <laughs> I, I said no offense. <laughs> But do we think that uh, not that Saban is falling, but rather do we think that some other SEC programs are finally starting to land some coaching uh, hires and leveling out the play field? Ooh, uh, is it SEC? SEC West is SEC West garbage. Well, I mean, no, 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 (laughs) no. The yeah. best league in football. Brian Kelly. Hey, Brian Kelly hasn't even done anything yet. This is his first year. He's losing recruits. I, I know. I know. I'm not even talking about him. Okay. But you got Lane Kiffin on the rise at Ole Miss. Yep. Obviously, Josh Heupel with Tennessee, what he's doing. Finally, the East might have some good coaches. I mean, uh, the West, Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach, Jimbo Fisher, um, Brian Kelly, Nick Saban. Who am I missing? Lane Kiffin? Jimbo's Jimbo's done after next year. I'm calling it right now. That's going to be $76 million out of their pocket. Um, Doesn't matter. I think I think where it is is I think you're right. I think Josh Heibel and Kirby Smart and even Napier down in Florida are starting to shear away and away recruits that would traditionally pick Alabama. While not in every single aspect, 
or excuse me, yeah, not in every single aspect does Alabama have that second, third, and fourth guy. It used to be next man up for Alabama, and at this point, it's not next man up. There are, in certain positions, there are, but across the board, there are not, and that's where you're starting to see the cracks, and that's where you're starting to see other teams exploit it because they are getting good players because they've proven, Kirby Smart has proven, um, Heupel now has proven. Brian Kelly has has not. Jimbo has not. But Jimbo's got deep pockets. That may be one of the difference. The, uh, in, uh, the NIL Saban is not up to speed with. I mean, just like Tennessee is and Texas A&M clearly is. So what is happening? Or if those like no brainer decisions, when Nick Saban walks into your living room and says, "If you want your son to play in the NFL, if you want him to make a bunch of money, let him come." to my program now there are people saying if you want to come to my program i'll give you a bunch of money and saban and alabama need to pick that up that being said i don't think alabama as a state is rich enough they have auburn just down the street from tuscaloosa that is going to start paying their players well texas a&m has oil money tennessee is the only program in tennessee just like lsu i mean mississippi state's going to be broke because old miss is going to sue everybody because their daddies are a bunch of lawyers because they're a bunch of soft softies up there in old miss but you get my point they're not as deep this is a long-winded explanation but i'd like to hear i i would i I like to think that the sec is on the rise especially the east the east is surprising besides florida which i over overrated this year actually i told them they're gonna be bad but whatever Shots fired at Vanderbilt. Only program in Tennessee is Tennessee. Wow. Oh, Christ. Pretty harsh. So you're saying there's a chance for UVA when they join the mega conference and they join the SEC West, they have a chance now. No, I did not say that. I think I think if UVA joins the SEC, we might as well just fold it up. Just get rid of get rid of the football program. And the SEC in basketball, UVA might not even be able to keep up with them. So I, UVA needs to stay away from the SEC, in my opinion, if they want to have success no, athletically. Jokes, jokes aside. My parody, parody in the SEC. I like it. I like the East having like balancing things out. It's nice to see. Did you want to follow up on that selling? I think your rant covered most of it. Yeah, uh, don't but, have me fired up. You know, don't have me fired <laughs> up. Especially the I, lawyers I in Oxford. The lawyers in Oxford. I didn't. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. What I meant I mean, to say, the joke is, it's like my dad's gonna sue you. It's like every single person that goes to Ole Miss has that has the my dad will sue your dad kind of thing. Like my dad's gonna sue this bouncer because he's not gonna let me in. That kind of that's kind of the attitude I see yeah. at Ole Miss. You know, I, I started thinking about this a little bit though earlier, and you know, like Hugh Freeze with Ole Miss. I mean, they they were starting to give Saban some fits. I mean, they won. Two out of three two, years, maybe? yeah, two out of three years, mm-hmm. and then, and then the old cell phone hooker um, scandal came out, and I, I'm starting to wonder if old uh, elephant boosters didn't set him up and get him fired. Yeah, he was their threat. Now, now there's too many threats now. It's elephant, I mean, Repub- elephant Republicans or Crimson Tide. It's Defcon. It's Defcon Midnight. True. <laughs> All right. My stuck on, we brought it up earlier, is Tom Brady. He takes every single Wednesday off. He uh, went to Robert Kraft's wedding on a Friday, which is such a poor person's move, you know, having a wedding on a Friday. Was that in a massage parlor? And then he flew to Pittsburgh without the team, and in the middle of losing to the Steelers, the helpless Steelers, he yells at his offensive line very publicly. Um. 
I don't blame him for going as a newly single man to a high-powered man's wedding. I think that's probably pretty exciting for someone who's in their mid-40s and recently divorced. But Tom Brady, where do you get off? So, so where does he get off? Stop, 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 stop that. Stop that. Stop that, trainer. So. Kelly's turn. The after party. We covered this. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. We have Power Show here. Robert Kraft got married. How old is is his bride? Uh, Okay. All right. This is blowing up in my face. You're right. I don't know. Yeah, he's like Leonardo DiCaprio. She's probably under 25. Man, Di- he's on the rebound. That's a little too soon. Giselle, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Time out. All right. Mm-hmm. Is Tom Brady, did he actually get divorced? I'm, I, every time I hear something about this, I'm like, whatever. Like, don't care. Um, I think it's at least in the works. I'm pretty sure it's it's happening. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Trainer. My question is, do y'all think that he, do y'all think, if is Tom Brady going to finish the year? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think he'll retire for another two what, years. What if, what if Tampa Bay is like five and eight? Can he stick it out? Um. Well. Oh, Kyle Trask era starts early. I like it. No, no, you just yeah. don't sit the goat. Tom Brady is one of those, just like Jerry Rice playing for the Raiders and Joe Montana playing for Kansas City Chiefs. You just let you just let the the guy play himself out until he can't play anymore. That's going to be the same type of thing. So you just let him, let him go. And guess what? He puts butts in the seats and he sells a bunch of jerseys. So he might not win games, but he, he makes, makes the team money trainer. What's your quote slash question of the week? I said, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that because I've got plans to go, go- to go play golf in Norfolk. <laughs> no, no idea. Is that uh, Washington commanders, Backup quarterback, Tyler Taylor Heineke. What is his name? I forgot. Taylor Heineke. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Heineke. After Carson Wentz said he'd broken his finger, this is what he said as a quote, and I, I just love it. I'm pro golf. Massey's anti golf, and I just love that. Like this is how bad things are in Washington amidst the Dan Snyder scandals. Heineke's got something a little more to him than Carson Wentz, in my opinion. He do he will try oh, to make yeah. a play. Much- much better locker room guy for sure. I just I just think it's it's just a it's a it's just a great quote. That is that is it's just like oh no I don't care no I gotta focus yeah. on my golf game. Stelling, give me your quote slash question of the week. Yeah, so my quote, um, and and this is not the full quote. I'm sure you've you've heard it. Uh, it's from El Presidente, Dave Portnoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heard of him? All right. So this is only a clip of it, but it says right now the Patriots have two quarterbacks that are better than what Tampa Bay has. And I think the first part of that, or maybe the second part of that was saying, if Bill Belichick gets a another Super Bowl before he retires, then New England Ooh. wins that battle between Belichick versus Brady. All right. I I can I can see that. I mean, the Belichick versus Brady right now is obviously it's Tom Brady wins. I I'm stuck between my loyalty to Mac Jones and the guy named his name is freaking Will Zappier or whatever, and he's electric from Western Kentucky and threw for a zillion yards there. The that the fact that his name is Zappy makes me like him automatically. I'm going to point to yeah. my left over the trainer. It, to, to me, it, it sounds like Portnoy is just a kind of a sore loser. 
Yeah, no. I, mean, I think if you're Tom, Tom Brady, Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay, and in year one, right, year one wins a Super Bowl. Yep. And somehow Portnoy is thinking that like ten years, if Belichick wins Super Bowl, the Patriots come out on top of that. No way. Yeah, I I just don't. Uh, also, there's part of me that thinks that Bill Belichick's losses to edge a little bit because Tom Brady's not making everybody else look better on the field. Bill Belichick's like, oh, I think I can do this for with undervalued talent, but it was really Tom Brady making. Uh, I mean, name one playmaker on the New England Patriots right now that stands out to you. Aaron Hernandez. Uh, he's dead. He's Too dead soon. and oh. a murderer. Oh. No, I just, there's no, I mean, I don't know if this is a fire take or not. I don't think it is, but I, I just don't see with the way, the state of the quarterback in the AFC with Herbert, Bur- I mean, even, you know, Burrow, um, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, to name a few, there's no way the Patriots win a Super Bowl under Belichick. I like, I mean, look at, look at their, I agree. for the first time in the their playoffs, division, yeah. they're the third Great defense, but no way, no, no way in the playoffs that like that matters that Mac Jones or Zap Zapier um, end up like coming back in a playoff game against one of those. Yeah. Throw, throwing their way back in, back yeah. into a playoff game. Also just look at right now that, I mean, the Miami Dolphins are on the men, but when Tua was healthy and Tyreek and Jalen Waddle were, were doing their best they i mean the patriots look like a far and away the the third the third best team in their division and the jets are kind of proven that they're there to play as well so like they're they all of a sudden are in a division they don't automatically win every single year no they could definitely still they could still finish last this year so portnoy shut up as usual. <laughs> he, he is he is fos yes i uh i have two quotes here well, actually, I have actually I have two quotes and a question. So, um, I thought this was had some comedic value to it. But as uh, the the Pittsburgh Steelers were going into their locker room to celebrate their win over the Buccaneers, you can hear in the background Matt Canada, Steelers offensive coordinator, celebrating just kind of out loud, right, screaming and yelling at no one in particular. He's saying, "Yeah, let's go!" or whatever he's saying. And the punter, right as he's going into the locker room, right where media access is limited and all the cameras are there stacked up, you see him turn his head, and Chris Boswell goes, "It ain't because of you, and we know that much." <laughs> and it was like burn burn by the kicker you just got burned matt canada i thought i thought that was hilarious uh but let me ask you this very serious question i'm and i'm gonna ask both of you and i don't maybe stelling you can go, go first but are there more college football playoff caliber teams than there are playoff spots Absolutely, I think. I, I was listening to a, um, a show on the way to work the other day, and, and I know we're, we're only at, what, halfway? Maybe mm-hmm. maybe a little over halfway for some teams. Um, and they were, one, of the, one of the guys was like, you know, put – who are your top four right now? And I think the first college football playoff poll comes out not this Monday, but the next. Yeah, week right? eight, right? Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, it's like in November, first week in November, first Monday in November, whatever it is. And two of these guys were like number one would be UCLA. Yikes! And I almost, like drove off, I almost like drove off the road. <laughs> what? <laughs> but then you know when you go back and look at it, they've had uh, their t- two wins in a row were against um, 
Washington and Utah, which top 15 teams this week, they play Oregon. Yep. Yep. Now that'll knock out, you know, if, if they beat Oregon, I mean, all they have to do is, I mean, they do have to beat USC to end the year, but um, there's some, there's some smoke coming out of the, the West coast this year. That is a great uh, point. Lincoln Riley at USC. Um, and then on the other hand, if Oregon were to win out, yep. which I think all they have to do is beat UCLA and, um, I guess they usually play USC. I don't know. There, there are some West Coast teams that could, for the first time in I don't know how long, have a legit argument. And I'm not even getting into the SEC. Yeah, I think that's which, a good point. You started off with the Pac-12. I mean, off the top of my head, I'm thinking Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, Ohio State, and Michigan, who beat up on Penn State, who was supposedly a top-10 team. And I didn't even mention Clemson. That's six teams right there. Um, coming out of the Big 12, who the heck knows what's going on in the Big 12? TCU? Fort Worth? Uh, and then you, you're right. Oregon, Oregon, UCLA will have, if they went out, obviously they play this weekend, will have a, a chance. USC, although they lost to Utah by one point, still looking like they have a chance to, to at least make some noise. I think it's either the Big 12 or the Pac-12 is going to be really mad when they get left out this year. But, Trina, I'll ask the same question to you. Are there more college football playoff caliber teams now than there are college football playoff spots? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think the SEC West is garbage, but I think West Coast football – is back folks. So yes, I will hundred percent agree with that. I think it's great to see DTR and UCLA playing well, Oregon being important, Utah storming back after, you know, losing to Florida and yeah, Oregon also storming back after they lost to Georgia. And I feel like Michigan's not as well. They're going to lose it. They're going to lose it at the horseshoe, but they're, they're playing well. The big 10 is good. I feel like there's at least like, I'd say 10, I'd say the top 10 could all win the national championship right now. I like that. And just to list it off the top 10, uh, I'm going to go from one to 10. That is Georgia, Ohio state, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson at number five, Alabama, at number six, Ole Miss, TCU, UCLA, and number 10, Oregon to round it all off. All right. We got to hurry up. We got plenty. We got more show to do and little time to get there. Give me your go to the week trainer. I think you, you already covered it. Well, mine's Tom Brady. Besides him turning into Michael Jackson, I feel like you covered it all and you're uh, stuck on, I think. So yes. we, can, yes. we, can, we can expedite that one. All right, Stelling, your GOAT. This is GOAT, G-A-O-T, GOAT. That's right. Greatest of all time of the week. Come back to me on that. All right, we, we can we can Perfect. skip it because we got we got plenty to do. There is I there had is one, but a, I can't find it in my notes. Yeah, yeah, and all, like the uh, Charlie Day notes that I saw from earlier in the show. All right, yeah. this yeah. this is a bad ass story, and I do not feel bad for cussing on community radio. The point is, there were two wrestlers on the east side of Yellowstone National Park. On this show, we cover wildlife encounters extensively, especially in the summer. These two wrestlers were out shed hunting. For all those that don't know, elk lose their antlers. Deer lose their antlers. They are valuable in this part of the world, and people like to go hunt and pick them up, find them, use them as ornaments, make them the chandeliers. Who cares? These two wrestlers, one was named <clears throat> Brady Lowry, Lowry, and the other was Kendall 
Cummings. They uh, wrestle for the Northwest College in Cody, Wyoming. I'm telling you, Cody, Wyoming is bear country. As they were shed hunting, a bear attacked Lowry. They surprised the bear. He attacked. His boy, Cummings, jumped on his back, came to his rescue, was clawing at the bear's eyes, grabbing his fur, yelling at him, hit him in the face. The bear turned and mauled Cummings. If you were to see Cummings' injuries, it would make your stomach turn. The bear left briefly, came back, attacked Lowry again, and they fought him off for a second time. And those two teammates, those two wrestling teammates, hiked each other out of the woods, giving each other encouragement, and they both survived. And they both made it to the hospital. And that and Cummings' face and scalp got sewed back onto his skull. Just a heroic, heroic effort by those two to save each other's lives. And you two are KHOL's GOAT of the Week. Thank you, Brady Lau and Kendall Cummings, for being hell of a good Americans. Yeah. GOAT of the Week right there. Uh, yeah. Proud to be a re- proud to be a high school wrestler. No, no, college, Northwest I, College. Oh, but yeah, no, put me in my place there. Thanks. <laughs> All right. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't wrestle in college. You only you only wrestled in middle school, and then that was that church camp, right? All right. So college football, we have plenty of matchups. We're gonna go through and give you our picks, what we like, what we don't like. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and lead off here. Mississippi State. Number 24, Mississippi State, comes to Tuscaloosa to play number six, Alabama. Alabama is favored by 21, kickoff at 5 p.m. Both teams are coming off losses. Bama needs to stop getting sucked into shootout games like they did against Tennessee and actually play a little bit of defense. Will Rogers is electric. He turtles and bigs games, i.e. LSU, i.e. Will Levitz and Kentucky. I think Alabama wins this game. Trainer. With a cover? Um, I don't, I don't feel confident of an Alabama to cover. I honestly don't. Alabama will win right. this game. I'll take, Low I'll odds. take Mississippi, Mississippi State plus twenty one, please. And I will also, just quickly, I will remove Oklahoma State from my four teams and pick Tennessee because I have waiver wire priority. So, oh thank yeah, you. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, don't good. Try, don't try to sneak. Good, good, I see good, what good. you're doing. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing there. Stelling. What say you? Uh, Mississippi State to cover. Sure. All right, then I'm going to take Alabama and the points. Put me down oh, as official. Yeah. Alabama and the points. Uh, next game, we have Syracuse at number five, Clemson. Syracuse coming in at number 14. Clemson is favored by 13 and a half. Uh, I'll let you go ahead, trainer, and tell me what you think. Whew. Clemson at home. I like DJ. Oh, oh man, I practiced his name. Ungulele. Yeah, the real Death Valley. You know, you know, Clemson's Death Valley existed before LSU's. Fun fact. No. I researched this. Yep, it did. It did. ACC prevails. Clemson wins by at least 13 and a half. I'll take it. All right. I think Clemson is absolutely, I mean, I think Syracuse is absolutely fraudulent. I think they're, they're seven wins. I mean, I can go ahead and, and list off their wins. They, uh, Beat Louisville, trash. UConn, trash. Purdue, pretty good. UVA, trash. Wagner, trash. And NC State, Whoa. NC State without their best player, Devin Leary. Clemson wins and covers. Stelling, cover? 
Yeah, if, honestly, if there's one game this week that I would put my money on, which I will put my money on one game this week, it's it's that right there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what Syracuse has to do to prove themselves, but they haven't done it yet. And Clemson, I mean, Clemson is quietly, as much as I don't like giving them credit because they play in the ACC, they're kind of going under the radar. Oh. And they are number, what, number five? But, you know, no one's talking about them winning at all. I, they're good. I think DJ is, is actually coming alive the last, like, month or so. Every, everyone was throwing shade, throwing shade. This is the old DJ of, of last season, and he's and he's come alive, especially when they played Wake Forest in that shootout against Sam Hartman. Yeah. He actually was like, oh, yeah, I'm really good at this game and hasn't looked back since. Um, out west, UCLA is in Eugene playing number 10, Oregon. UCLA comes in at number 9. They're 6-0. and Oregon, 5-1 and with their only loss, embarrassingly, to Georgia. Bo Nix looked like Bo Picks in that game. Uh, UCLA and Chip Kelly are quietly putting something together with DTR as running back. Um, Oregon favored by 6.5. I'm going to say it first, UCLA covers. Damn it. Yeah, I'll, 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 well, uh, uh, uh. I like yeah, I like, I like DTR to cover on the road against um, what's his name? Bo, Bo Nix. Bo Nix. He was named after Bo, Bo Jackson. Bo Nix. That's 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 not what he, that's not what he said. Uh, uh, Stelling, give give me your pick for this game. This was it's, it's a little bit tougher. I I think um, I'd go with UCLA too. Um, I think Oregon at home, but that, that I mean, shoot, that's a three thirty, that's a twelve thirty West Coast time kickoff. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to get fired up for that stuff. I know both teams are on the same, uh, um, you know, time frame. Uh, but UCLA looks good. Um, All right, going with him. Yeah, Massey, yeah. what's the what's the the grass? The whole what, what was the Tennessee thing? The grass with the sun. Does that matter at Eugene? Mm-hmm. The, the slope of the stands. The slope of the stands. Yeah, the Eugene, Eugene. Eugene Stadium only seats like forty thousand people, not a hundred thousand oh, people. Pathetic. Yeah, don't don't worry yeah. about the grass it out means- there. Don't <laughs> don't get me started on Neyland Stadium's grass. All right, my uh, last game, and then trainer, I'll, I'll give you the floor. Uh, number seventeen, Kansas State rolls Ooh. into TCU. Where are they located? Fort Worth. Fort, Fort Worth. Uh, TCU is favored by three and a half. Kansas State only lost to Tulane. Tulane is a top twenty-five team. Uh, they play in. They play ugly against Iowa State last weekend, but they seem to everyone in, that plays Iowa State plays them ugly. Defense is not good enough, in my opinion, to slow down Sonny Dykes and Max Dugan. TCU is fifth in total yards and on offense and third in points i think tcu will lay the points at home god tcu looks so dead at halftime against oklahoma state um all right i'll counter i'll go kansas state loses by a field goal and they cover all right purple on purple purple on purple hate sterling I'm taking TCU, um, Sonny Dykes. Hey, so, do you know who his dad is? Harvey the guy that plays in the trees? Harvey Dykes? Oh, that's Harvey Updike. <laughs> Harvey Updike. <laughs> um, I don't think it's his dad. I don't know. Maybe it is. No. Uh, I th- no, I think I think Sonny Dykes' dad is like a 
kind of a well-known, well-respected coach from like the NFL, maybe. Um, <laughs> but I've been a fan of his since he was. He's been on the West Coast for a while, then he made it his, his way over to Texas. I like him. I'm taking TCU. All right. All right. Spike Spike Dykes. What a badass name. Sonny and Spike. What? His dad's name is Spike? Yeah. R.I.P. So sweet. Oh. Horseshoe Bay, Texas, 2017. Good. Spike Dykes. All right, Trainer, you have any other matchups you want to get to, or do we want to get to three up and three down? Um, I was going to throw out, um, yeah, UT at Oklahoma State. You love UT. So, Oklahoma, or sorry, UT is a, is favored with Quinn Ewers on the road. Six and a half point favorites, Oklahoma State. Blew a chance to win in Fort Worth. Um, I'll go Oklahoma State to cover six and a half at home. Um, yeah, I did see that and thought the same thing. Mike Gundy turtled on the road against TCU. Uh, Texas is coming off. What? Who did they just play? All I can remember is they played Iowa State ugly and they beat the pants off of Oklahoma. Quentin yeah. Ewers is back. He had one more week to get healthy. But I think, I think uh, you know what? Texas is favored. I'll, I'll take Texas money line. I think Oklahoma State will cover, but I will, I will instead say Texas money line. Is that any different than what Trainer yeah, just said? I'll take it. Okay. I will take it. Your bookie will take it. So, Graham, has, has Texas – how have they done on the road this year? How has Quentin Ewers played on the road? I'll tell you uh, right if we're now. If we're considering a neutral site, Dallas against Oklahoma, winning like 40,000 to zero mm-hmm. against Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the only one I really can – they lost Texas Tech and Lubbock, I believe, in overtime. So, I mean, they played admirably well for the, for the capital of Tesla. I'm not buying in on Texas and Quentin Ewers yet. Yep. So I'm going to yep. go Oklahoma State. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Another mullet. Mullet yep. versus mullet. Quinn Ewers yeah, versus yeah. Gundy. Oh, there you go. I think Gundy probably has established himself as a mullet man before Quentin Ewers was even born. He's a man. He's probably, what is he, 50 now? He's a man. He's 50. At least. All right. Uh, should we move on to three up, three down? Yeah. All right. Three up, three down. We go through the NFL slate. We pick which teams we think are trending up, which teams we think will be trending down. I almost had six ups, and then I just reversed it and took three of the ups and turned them to down. So that's kind of where I was at. Smart. Just to let you know, uh, as as football fans, the the Buffalo Bills and the Eagles are on by, including the Rams and the Vikings. But those two teams are electric. I'm sorry if you're an NFL fan. And you don't you don't get to watch your two teams. Uh, in case you were wondering, the Saints are roaring back against the Cardinals. It is now thirty-one to forty-two with two minutes left. So Thursday night football is back. Thursday night Whoa. football is back. Touchdowns. Three Touchdowns. up. Uh, Trainer, give me your Whoa. first up. Indianapolis on the road against Tennessee. Indianapolis wins. I'm gonna just gonna yeah double down on them as the uh, AFC South champion. With the Colts. Against, yeah, sorry, the Colts, Indianapolis at Tennessee. All right, Stelling, you got an up? You got an up for the for the listeners? I do, I do, and uh, I'm going Jets. I uh, like not, that. Not, not necessarily yes. over the Broncos, but um, I just, I'm really down on uh, Russell Wilson. He's just, yeah. he's being a weirdo this year. He's being he a can't, weirdo. Well, so, he can't see, he can't see over his offensive line. I maybe, also thought I, I heard something that like if he w- he was also doing this in Seattle, he would say go Hawks. 
but because it was like go Hawks that no one really paid attention to it. And it's a little bit like uh, Coach O when he says go Tigers. You know, it's a little bit like in the college ranks you kind of say that. You know, like when uh, when Tom Herman said hook him a couple a bunch of times when he was head coach at Texas. It seems a little common to go all right. I just lost a football game. Let's ride. It's like, yo, dude, yeah, so you are freaking like me Wilson, out. You know, you know how like there are some people who try like too hard to fill this Hollywood role of like this is how a leader acts. Yes. Maybe a pol- maybe a politician, but politicians are such dirtbags these days that none of them do that. But you know what I'm talking about. Though. I do. I, I I feel like it's gone. He, he's just it's gone to his head, and he's trying too hard to be this stereotypical leader instead of just going out and winning football games. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he read about it in a book somewhere and he's executing whatever the book told him to do because he's got a robot brain. Yeah. My first up is the Bucks. I'm going to keep picking anybody that plays the Panthers this year. Anyone that plays the Panthers, it is a get-right game. The Bucks are favored by 11. I'd, I just don't think – I think TB12 will be a little less hungover. Um, and they're going to be able to perform minus 11. That's a lot of points. They haven't been playing that well. The Bucks will win outright. Uh, but get right game against the Panthers. Trainer, give me another up. I have breaking news. Yeah? Speaking of the Panthers, Christian McCaffrey has been traded to the San Francisco 49ers. You're lying. Whoa. I'm not lying. You are not lying. Fake news. Yeah, credible sources. TST. You heard it first. Heard it here first. Yeah. Even though it's recorded it's on a podcast, but that's okay. Uh, Green Bay, I hate to say it, they're an up. They're at Washington. Taylor Heineke wants to play golf. Carson Wentz has a broken broken fingy. Uh, yeah, Green Bay on the road. I, I'm there with you as well. That's one of my up. And, oh, my God, the Panthers trade McCaff- McCaffrey. <laughs> you know what? Buccaneers cover mm-hmm. right then. Um, I'm with you on the Packers. I think Ta- Taylor Heineke can make things happen. Um, the com- the commandeer- commanders are just too bad. Uh, commandeers. Go- com- like commandeers. commandeers. Uh, yep. Stelling, give me another up. <laughs> um, I have the uh, I have Joe, Joe Burrow and the Falcons as an individual. Yes. He's going to light it up. I think, I, think we're mi- I think the Falcons are missing uh, A.J. Terrell, or Terrell, our number one quarterback. Um what yeah, about Cordell? What about Cordell he's, Patterson? Is he back yet? Still on IR still. I don't think so. Yeah. No, I think he's out for a while. So I think Joe Burrow, uh, that offense, they 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 haven't really clicked just yet. And I think it's going to happen this week against Falcons because Falcons suck. <laughs> Let's just get to it. Uh, <laughs> um, trainer, give me your last up. Baltimore on the road after a loss at home against the Giants. Uh, they'll defeat Cleveland. Cleveland sucks. All right, all right. I was trending in the opposite direction there. I thought the the Browns were going to cover that game. The Ravens, Ooh. Ravens are beginning to trend down. They uh, and are they on the road? Is oh, that right? Is it Tottenham Hotspur Stadium again? Did no, I, did I mix this up. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I I thought <laughs> no, I saw right. them there you're at home. Right. You're right. You're right. Baltimore's at home. They lost to the Dolphins, the Bills, the Bengals, all at home this year. The Browns come in, divisional rival. I think the Browns have enough to cover. Ravens, for whatever reason, can't finish games, so they are my down. Give me your last up, Stellinger. Is that where we are? Yep. Yeah, I had um, Dolphins. Dolphins over the Steelers. 
And the only reason why I put him up is because Tua's back. Yeah. Um, and so I think they are a different team. They started out 3-0 with Tua. They went 0-3 without him, including the game that he got hurt, right? I think yep. that's correct. He's back. They're a different team with him throwing the deep ball. They got some good, you know, Waddle and uh, uh, Hill. Hill. Uh, so, I'm, yeah, I'm taking Dolphins up. Heck, yeah, I like it. All right. I know that the New York Giants are hot. But for some reason, I'm convinced that the two and four Jags are going to win this game at home. Come on. Come on, Jags. Give it to me when I need it. I'm tricked every single year for about a month that the Jags are good. It really is. Like I don't know what it is. It's because they have two pretty good running backs, and that's why I think they're good. Um, so I like the Jags to be my up trainer. Give me your first down and we need to rapid fire through this. Yeah, I got you. Uh, yeah. I think Travis Etienne playing very well. Go Clemson, go ACC giants are down. So I agree with that, but on a downs downwards trend for the giants, they're going to start to suck. All right. Stelling, let's say you in your first down. I had the exact same call giants down losing the Jags. I'll move on to my other down Tom Brady and the Buccaneers because Tom Brady, his head's just not in the game. All right, I like that. Uh, my first down, like I said, was Browns. We mentioned the Broncos. That was my other down, which just means the Jets are up because I think they're electric. Go ahead, trainer. Give me your next down. Yeah, the, the Broncos is one of my downs. They're favored by a half point at home. I've not seen a half point spread in a long time. I'm old. I can't believe it. Broncos suck. Uh, donkeys. They're back to the donkeys. Donkeys. All right, Stellan, give me your last down. Individual player, Aaron Rodgers. He's just, he's good. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's not the same without um, Devontae. The Devontae. pusher. He's, the pusher. They're, he, they're just, they're just not the same team. Uh, yep. So down on them. All right. Saints has pulled it in within one score with 40 second seconds left. Just saying. I think my next down is the Raiders. They're one and four. They're favored by seven. I think the Texans will play them close. Raiders are getting a lot of credit, a lot of credit going on the road to play the Texans. Or excuse me, they're at home. But anyway, a lot of credit for being a one of four team. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you this week. I'd like to thank Daniel Stelling down in Georgia. Trainer, as always, down in Texas. Thank you so much. Pack show. If you missed any of it, download the podcast. All right, guys, that's it. That's all.